Welcome one and all to another episode of Anime Was Not a Mistake. I'm Jonathan Kwiatkowski, or should I say Pony Dechut, playing Jody, joined as always by my incomparable co-host. A, uh, uh, a jellyfish that largely remains stationary, but has high attack power, Dan Ryan. Yeah, she's a really sweet girl. Yeah. <laughs> she's our jellyfish girl, but uh, yes, welcome once again. Anime Was Not a Mistake. Of course you caught us not watching anime, as usual. Uh, today is a Sinister Six special, mm-hmm. where we take a bad movie and comment on it. We've had great results in the past. I guarantee you those results will plummet into the ground today. You should abandon this foolish quest. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> but uh, before we get there, did anything eventful happen to you this week? Um, Nothing to me. <laughs> we, we've we both been preoccupied with uh, a big game. Yes. Um, an Elden Ring of sorts. Mm-hmm. We, we have, I think, both been investing a lot of time in it. Um, your five hours for me. You, yeah, no, your <laughs> you have lo- like largely surpassed me. Well, no, um, I haven't left but, the first three starter areas. I just happen to be level forty-eight. But you'll be fine. <laughs> well, I, wanted, I don't want to miss anything. Yeah, you're not gonna run into anything that can do anything to you at that point. I mean, <laughs> but it, I'm a smart boy. I'm not tough. <laughs> I yeah. just got big brains. Well, that's that's well. No, they say that's all you need. If you get good at that in a Souls game, then that's all you need. And apparently, this one is even more so. They yes. fine tuned it um, mm-hmm. that you could scale your weapons to certain uh, aspects of your character. Ashes of War, very fun, loving yeah. it all. Just beat a dragon. It was cool. I very threw some nice. rocks at it. <laughs> you know, I I've been uh, for the sake of. Um, you know, getting into it, I, uh, I obviously I named uh, I I started with Kara, the uh, the champion or barbarian, whatever. It's the barbarian class, but mm-hmm. they called it hero, I think. Um, and I I used some YouTube tutorials to uh, give her a human face because wow. I I did that quite wrong when I yeah. was getting into the game. Um, but I've been doing an anime training montage of. Roaming around, defeating beasts, mm-hmm. uh, farming runes, and enhancing my katana. So wow. it, it, it uh, so I again uh, for for anyone who is uh, enraptured by our tales thus far, I've <laughs> I've only beaten Margit, but mm-hmm. I have beaten a handful of the mini bosses around oh, Lingrave. I've done them all. Yeah, you know you've done them all. <laughs> I've done them you, all you, in the Lingrave area. You leave the no tri-state Lingrave area. Yeah, no. I haven't even gone to Weeping Peninsula. Yet. Really? Every, really? Oh, no, I've shit. done Mistwoods and Lingrave, and that's it. So East Lingrave and West Lingrave. Oh, there's shit you got to do on the Weeping Peninsula. I know. There's a uh, there's 
the big tree boy you gotta fight there. And, I know. Uh, I'm well aware, Dan. Just yeah, taking um, my time. Don't want to miss anything. No, of course. No, but yeah. that's good. Keep well, doing I that. did sneak around the castle and take a peek at what lies beyond. Mm-hmm. There's a hidden route um, into magic land. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Where yeah. all the magic people hang out. Yeah, I... I um... I defeated Margit, I have not gotten my way through, like, I'm in, I've infiltrated the castle mm-hmm. now, but I'm going to use it for more training uh, before I do Godric the Grafted. Mm-hmm. Godric the Great. <laughs> um, and, but there is a shortcut into the mm-hmm. area you're talking yes. about. Does that mean that you met the Bell Boys? Yeah. Yeah, the, yeah. the, the ding-a-ling folks. Yeah. <laughs> the right dingleberries, there. yeah. yeah. <laughs> there were no match for me. <laughs> no, I, I... superior I, magics. No, of course not. I <laughs> Now all I need is a wizard chapeau and I'll be ready. <laughs> yeah, it, it's... Phenomenal game. I, I, I think we can both agree on that. We're loving this game so far. Yeah, um, well, you know, it, being that I haven't really played a FromSoft game, this is great. I'm yeah. loving it. I understand the hype now. I, I think that um, the things that used to turn me off about from, like, you know, like, completing them are less present here, because you can do whatever you want. Yeah, there's so. a lot of directions you can go in. It's a streamed line. People are saying they could make it easier, but I think it's pretty easy to pick up and play. I, I'd say yeah. so, yeah. yeah. It, without sacrificing, like, the FromSoft difficulty, mm-hmm. that would anger the Grants of yeah. the world. Um, I saw Grant was playing a lot last night, but he didn't get back to me, so... No. Yeah, <laughs> um, but he. But yeah, I, I think that it's probably the most accessible thus far yeah. because you can. It's the same thing with all the from get. Like if you go into, if you get schmuck baited into an area that you're not supposed to be, mm-hmm. you're gonna get stomped. But then you can yeah. go and. But in this game, you can actually go and do things. Yeah. You yeah, can well, like, I know, and you know. this one doesn't really um, favor a play style because Sekiro is all about parrying and stuff, and mm-hmm. I was never really good at that. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I could get a good at that, but I like that. This is a different way that I can fight and usually be successful at it. Yeah. I mean, I can throw down a sword or two, but don't expect a lot from my, my rapier. <laughs> yeah, I I got okay at parrying. Mm-hmm. Um, but one thing I'm glad that they did carry over from Sekiro was the jumping, because mm-hmm. like, it adds yes. like another element to the fights. Oh, I died multiple times in this one dungeon from a running jump that I had to take. <laughs> Oh, oh, okay, yeah. 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 You have to land on a pillar, and I was like, well, I did it right the first time, just the next subsequent ten times I didn't do it right. I yes. didn't have many souls to my name at the time, so. But, runes, uh, sorry. <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's been good. It's, you know, it's, uh, and, uh, you know, I, I know whenever something makes the transition to open world, people complain about, you know, things being empty or samey, but nothing in this nothing, game is, no. uh, I mean, God. And it's God, so big. It, like it's so big. It, no, it's it's yeah. it's massive, and it, there are times like there's that one part of like when you go like north uh, east of of where Lindgrave. It's still connected to Lindgrave. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. like that red area. Yeah. Like you're strolling along, and suddenly the grass stops, and you're in this yeah. hellish you're red in Ohio. Wa- <laughs> yes, wasteland full of gigantic birds yeah. and. Like these mobs that can kill you, like and you're, mm-hmm. you know, and it feels like it's got that oppressive, lonely feeling that you want from these games, and mm-hmm. it does that with an open world. So it, it's high marks from us, I would yeah. say so far. Um, aside from that, the only other thing I did this week was the hour-long Kirby demo, which yes. was really good. It was <laughs> yeah. wonderful. I'm like that brought some joy into my life for once. So yeah. Yeah. He's in a post-apocalypse, he's fighting yeah, He's animals. got a little friend, he's rescuing the Waddle-a-Dees, the yeah. graphics are beautiful, the gameplay is wonderful, it feels like a good direction for the Kirby franchise. It does. And then the trailer, of course, revealed that Dedede's in it, 
mm-hmm. probably possessed, if not angry. He seems to be, yeah. He's yeah. got a wild There's side. a trend cool, that yeah. he's been possessed in more games than most. <laughs> so, I wouldn't expect him to be overtly evil without intention. Yes. Um, yes, but uh, that looks good and promising. Of course, your Project Triangle strategy is here, but as I said, you have to wait until I get the Collector's Edition mm-hmm. so I can transfer my data over safely. Of course. And uh, not waste my work on the first three chapters, but that's all I did, Dan. I gave a West Side Story a rewatch. Fabulous, as always. Now available on HBO Max and Disney+. Plus. I watched it, too. <gasps> yeah. Wow, you had three movies this week that you you watched and rewatched, huh? Yeah. Well, I had to show the family uh, Dune and Blade Runner. I, yeah. I, I will preach the gospel of Blade Runner 2049. Mm-hmm. Even though I despise Reddit, I have to at least uh, agree with them on that movie. I will always show that to people when I can. Mm. But uh, West Side Story was... I love the musicals, loved, the, loved everything. So, mm. no complaints from me. Alright. I, 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 I didn't... Um, this is one of those, like, Grandpa doesn't get with the picture very fast enough. Mm. Like, I had no idea that all of those songs were from West Side Story. Yes. So I Stephen learned that. Stephen Sondheim, yeah. in fact. Yeah. The greatest lyricist of all time. I had no fucking idea. Oh. I, I just sat down and watched it, and I'm like, oh, I'm so pretty is... Yes. Oh. He hated that song, but yes. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Jules Stein, Jerome Robbins, Stephen Sondheim. Mm-hmm. Theater names you should be familiar with, Dan. Like I a cultured man. Um, but maybe we'll get to some theater today if, <laughs> if the chips align correctly. <laughs> but I've said too much. I've said too much. Yes. Yeah. Um. Other than that, um, I've kept going with a handful of, of anime. Mm-hmm. Uh, but unfortunately, this week was predominantly Elden Ring. Okay. Um, but uh, uh, I saw that Ash is showing up to the league with. Three different bracelets on his arms and yeah. a stone in his hat. <laughs> He's got Mega Evolution, Z-Ring, and uh, Dynamax. More than He's... the games. Yeah, right. yeah. Sadly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's... Uh, they seem to be building stuff up for him. Paul might be returning, a fan oh, favorite. Oh boy, Paul. Well, yeah. His, that, uh, <laughs> Hi, I'm Paul. At the very least, that whole Sinnoh arc was... Uh, Good. And, yes. and, and Clement and Bonnie will return. Wallace and uh, Licia will be returning. Mm-hmm. Um, I will, I, Licia never even showed up before so that's new um and yeah so it seems like it seems like they're building up to something mm. uh because maybe the anime will enter a new era when scarlet and violet, violet come out yeah. so it um i mean we haven't gotten any other leaks or news about that i'm uh, sure they'll happen eventually if they still have to the end of this year so oh yeah we'll, well n- no yeah. i'm not expecting a dr- it's just yeah. like i sometimes like people go on detective sprees and uh, i don't know if we discussed this last time but it seems like the vibe that people have gotten is that there's like competing schools yeah because that's what the orange and the grapes stand for they have yeah. a school crest on them which is cool yeah. i like that idea um i hope i can change out of that outfit lickety split though <laughs> just saying yeah i think we all hope that yeah. um <laughs> But uh, but yeah, I mean, people have been uh, the, the the debates about what uh, Foycoco is. Uh, will he be a horse? I'm thinking it's gonna be. <laughs> he'd be a horse. I'm thinking he's gonna be like a ghost dino thing. Yeah, like ghost what, fire, I mean, yeah. which is very interesting. Like, and I'm still up for any of them. You know, I have to go grass because that's my main starter. But mm-hmm. I mean, any of them could sway me easily, yeah. depending on what they evolve into. I'm I'm still Team Fuecoco mm-hmm. at the moment. Well, I mean, uh, it's a good place to be. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know. But Quaxley again is also charming. But mm-hmm. uh, I, if 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 he if he's a, I cannot pass up fire or dinos. So mm-hmm. if if uh, Fuecoco goes that route, but 
Because my Twitter feed, due to some settings recalibration, is an absolute dumpster fire now, I have seen the the hardcore Kirby debates about, uh, no, you see, he's not a, you know, Cyndaquil was never confirmed to be a mouse, you hmm. fool, he was a fire mouse Pokemon. Fuecoco, if he loses his limbs, could still, and gets long, yeah. he's a snake, so yeah. it's like... It could go either way. I mean, it's a vague thing. <laughs> so it's... I still think it holds true, but that's just me. Yeah, I, I, I don't, um... I, I, it was never set in stone. It's nothing yeah. to stress, stress about. Yeah, people, there is things going on that we should worry about instead. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, other than that, I mean, there's a handful of other movies that I need to see soon, like The Batman. Uh, my brother good. has yeah. given it glowing reviews. So is Macabrera. Yeah. I had to learn that Jim Gordon is actually James Gordon, which is a letter away from a certain person this week, and I took that out on the world because... I didn't think that would happen to me. James Gordon. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I saw that quote. Yeah. Yeah. The thing I messaged you. (laughs) My memory is. In my time of need, Grandpa. I, well, yeah. But don't worry. He's, the the series is safe from him for the time being. So there's there's no need to fret. It just was a reminder of my suffering. (laughs) Well, what will he show up in next? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> nothing, nothing. Wicked? What, what's he gonna be? He's in? gonna be. Oh, he's gonna be Doctor Dillman in Wicked. Yeah, the Goat Man. Yeah, yeah. without a doubt. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's uh, it's a meme at this point. So, <laughs> just showing up for uh, God damn it! I don't think anyone in Britain likes him. No one here likes him. But no. yet he he keeps going. Yeah. He's got something on somebody. So yeah, I hear he's not the nicest person, and that's coming from two not nice people ourselves. But yeah, yes. no, and that's you know we're not we're not trying to speak from a pedestal here. But yeah. uh, James Corden's on camera being a not nice person. Mm-hmm. Do you ever see the little beef he had with Patrick Stewart? I did. Yes. Where where Pat the Patrick Stewart is on stage with him, and he's like, you know, when you you gotta give a speech. Uh, just could, say it and leave. It could be an act, but it doesn't come across that way, too. Yeah, no, so, they, they yeah. seem, they, yeah. like, he seems a little too tiffed about that. I know that someone to... gets him and like, a, an interview thing, they're like, name three people who operate your cameras for you, and he can't do it. <laughs> also. <laughs> Ellen yeah. DeGeneres moved her savings. Yeah. Hopefully until... Dakota Johnson comes, and even her, yeah. I've heard some weird things about it, how she pulled the Jonathan move, like, while researching a, a role that she played, she went into a Starbucks demanded she make her own drink and when they refused she took a piece of rope tied the doors shut and locked the staff in like that's a real dakota johnson move she did was it a voice role in the smurfs what I, was it i had no it wasn't in suspiria it wasn't a Susie banyan but um it's for something she did and i was like just the the people getting away with things here and then there's this whole uh judd apatow like everyone's realizing that maude apatow is the daughter of judd apatow mm-hmm. and like She's on Euphoria this latest season, which ended this week, which is great, phenomenal, wonderful. Mm-hmm. It'll be another three years until we see that again. Yeah. But um, it's just funny how, like, the nepotism, and they're like, who's Judd Apatow? <laughs> did he ever do anything? And we're like, yes, he did a lot of movies, in fact. Yeah, yeah, no, he, yeah, yeah uh, he, he defined... Uh, <laughs> Like the quirky, general cinema for yeah, like yeah. I I would say he he invented his own little subgenre yeah. for a bit there. Yeah. Uh, but kids these days won't won't know. Um, <laughs> but at least Joss Whedon seems to be gone finally. Good. So that's the, uh, <laughs> one evil has disappeared from the world for now. Um, but yeah, I, that's that's all. I, I think some there were some big doings in One Piece this week. Mm. Um, anime is trucking along. <laughs> 
Uh, I think Chainsaw Man should be out soon. Mm. Um, and we did have the merger of everything that was on Funimation folding into Crunchyroll. Interesting. Which is uh, a big deal for folks who use those. Like, I... Of course, have Funimation, um, and I, as I have always said, the minute I buy it, uh, a merger will happen. Yes, it loses all relevance, and yeah. But by all means, everything looks like it will be folded into Crunchyroll, so it's not like any series are going to go missing or anything. Mm -hmm. Um, So that could be uh, an important tool for us to use down the line, uh, at the very least. Um, But yeah, other than that, it was was a video game week, Mm. so. Alright, well... Do we have a tangent? You know I never prepare them now, anyway. Um, well, I got I got some more updates, and I got I probably some some brain picking to do. Oh boy. Um, as a baseline, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna put you on the spot, good, and demand anything. Yeah. You know I need um, forewarning. But uh, we, you know, we got a lot of art coming from the Pokemon, our little Pokemon Topaz and Lapis project. I can't gauge Jonathan, but I have gotten far too. Uh, <laughs> well, I I've... looked at that like thirty-seven <laughs> word document yes. you sent me, and I yes. went, "Perhaps we've gone too far." Yes, <laughs> uh, I. So I, I formulated a thing for when I, for our eyes only, for when I have to make <laughs> for the our map. eyes, in case you know people are ramming down the door to get the details. Well, yeah, but well, just for the sake of so yeah. you can. No, you're offer, organized. Uh, I like it. I enjoy it. Yeah. Yes, it's a structured thing. Mm-hmm. A, you know, executive approval for the map because yeah. the when I draw the map, like the artwork of the map, I'm going to you know I'm going to stick this thing here, this thing mm-hmm. here, and you got to get your approval for that. Yes. Um, but otherwise, you know, with that done. Uh, the floodgates are open for any ideas that you may come forward with in terms of Pokemon uh, mm-hmm. and such, because now we have nothing to populate, like, everything up to, like, Mexico well, we're City. we're good. We so. have time for ideas. Yeah, no, yeah. no, no. Yeah. There is no yeah. rush. It is, uh, it is uh, certainly... Um, it's it's been keeping the creative energies flowing, so I, mm. I appreciate getting to do this. Um I just appreciate character design. It's yeah. it's a fun exercise for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but of course, uh, I, I think there are a handful of prompts that um, I would like to give you for next week. Okay, good. Uh, that I want you to think on. Mm-hmm. Um, the the one thing being is that when I was designing the map, it just you know happened circumstance that uh, I added. This is when I was going down the list, very simple little Google Maps scan. I looked at, like, the environments of each place that we're covering. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, if this isn't represented here, I'll stick it here. Yeah. And I got a handful of uh, alliterative um, hidden areas. Okay. And I think that those would be fitting spots to stick our trio. All right. Uh, in the vein of the birds, the beasts, okay. in the Reggies, mm-hmm. things like that. Um, they can be uh, hidden in chambers in those three spots mm-hmm. uh and uh, so m- perhaps begin thinking on them okay uh you're not constrained by any types you're not constrained by uh any specifics really um i know i said that one of those caves has like an ice thing in it but again the legendary will probably be uh, si- similar to how black and white did it they'll be like inside a room inside that hidden mm-hmm. area so it's like they can go anywhere yeah um, but, uh, whatever three types you want, right. whatever Thinking theme of a you want. Okay. Um, I could do that. and probably also, 
a good thing to think about. Um, a stupider detail, but mm. a small and vital one nonetheless. What do we want our Pokedex to look like? Oh, that's true. Yeah. What's the new gadget? Yeah, because I can draw the gadgets too. Can we make it a Zune? Do you think that will still fly? <laughs> I, I could. <laughs> I think it was already done, though. One of them looked like a Zune. Well, yeah, Unova was an iPhone, like an yeah. iPod, so... Mm. It, but nothing's out of the nothing's out of the We've limit, done so. Fitbit. I'm trying to think what's tech kicking off. But I mean like the ideas will come to me with yes. time. Yeah. New technology. Okay, so trio and what our Pokedex looks like. Yes. Alright. I think those are uh everything else we pretty much we're just gonna be going down the well, list. It should of just be a Steam have. Deck, shouldn't it? <laughs> Could be a Steam Deck, yeah. <laughs> Won't see one of those for a year though. <laughs> no. Yeah. Until um, Steam Deck two comes out, but it looks glorious, yes. Yeah. No, it looks it looks like yeah. a, a good uh Good little side investment. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so maybe maybe think on those for next week. I shall. Uh, but I'll, I'll have a, a bevy of art ready in the coming weeks. Um, like our starters, we've given them all pun names behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. We got gym leaders, we got plenty of other stuff coming, so... Uh, Stay tuned. Hopefully get some eyes on the podcast, uh, you know, so... Yeah. Or ears on the podcast. Ears, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> <sighs> But, uh, but yeah, I, that's all I really had all to, right. to offer. Well, shall we dive into today's Sinister Six, then, shall we? I, I think we should. All yeah. right, you're ready. Emotionally, physically, well, spiritually. Can one be ready for the Sinister Six? Mm-hmm. I don't... Uh, but what um, is the Sinister Six, some might ask, being that this is our <laughs> 11th <laughs> dip into the pool? Jesus. <laughs> yeah. uh, Sinister Six is where Den and I present six movies, ranging from so bad it's good to just plain awful, and watch them with very minimal notes, commentary on the fly. Ranges vary on taste or lack thereof, choices pulled at random from the bad movie bag by the other, no revealing picks until all are chosen, so genuine reactions throughout choose and suffer. As always, my themes stay true with cheesy, classy, and trashy. Mm -hmm. Um, The cheesy one, I think, is the one you want to get tonight. (laughs) The trashy one is a spiritual sequel to something we watched, and the uh, classy one will put a bullet through your brain. (laughs) Okay, so I'm probably gonna get that one. Well, but. and that one's also verging on two and a half hours. So yeah. <laughs> I did two Denis Villeneuve movies, yeah, so I nothing. can. <laughs> yeah. So as you could see, the bad movie bag is placed before you. If you dare, okay, reach in, fondle the three slips of paper, and tell me what you pick as I prepare the notes. But choose wisely, Dan. Nothing will live up to Supergirl. I'm just gonna say that now. <laughs> oh, Supergirl was was just chance. That yeah. was pure chance. Mm. What did he get? Lady in a Cage. Oh boy! So this is a good continuation from what we just watched, as this is a spiritual successor to Whatever Happened to Baby Jane. <laughs> it's another black and white starring old bitty massacre movie starring Olivia de Havilland, one of the oldest... Um, recently deceased, but I believe she was 103, 104 when she died. Mm-hmm. She's been through the Annals of Horror, and uh, I wouldn't say this is exactly a good <laughs> movie, Dan, whereas you loved Whatever Happened to Baby Jane. I have a long haul with my... Um, is this my classy? No, this is the trashy picks. I have a, a three-pronged trident that I'm going to jab into you. Okay. So this yeah. is the second prong on that trident. Yeah, that cover looks like it has a lot of text on it. Oh. What does it say? And, uh, Olivia de Havilland warns you, do not see it alone. What happens in this elevator is not for the weak. It is perhaps not even for the strong lady in the cage. <laughs> um, it makes it seem exciting. 
it surely isn't. But Lady in the Cage is a 1964 film, psychological thriller, directed by Walter Grauman. Uh, Grauman's famous for a lot of TV. He did Columbo, Manhunter, and Murder, She Wrote. So just okay. to name a few big shows that you may be familiar with. Okay. Uh, stars Olivia de Havilland, plus James Caan in his first film role. Interesting. So, if you like James Caan, I know we love Misery. We, yeah, we do. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, inspired um, by the, I think it's the 50, I can't remember writing, 54 or 59, New York Blackout and Claustrophobia is okay. where the script got its origins from. However, all silly elevators have phones, so they took that plot detail out of this and <laughs> just didn't mention it. Okay. So, they were always built uh, Okay, drama-preserving handicap. Um, yeah. Instead of Olivia Le Havilland, before they were, when they were casting, some people were up for the role, including Joan Crawford, mm-hmm. who you may be familiar with, Elizabeth Montgomery, Rosalind Russell, and um, a lot of them were offered but turned it down. Olivia de Havilland was finally offered $300,000 for the role and, like, begged to take it and then she did she okay. was like fine i'll do it that's fine i she has like an a she's okay with doing everything olivia de Havilland. what else would folks know her for Oof. um she is the rival of scarlet and gone with the wind <laughs> not okay not the rival no, like okay. a nice yeah. person yeah and, people would people she's literally that. in everything mm-hmm. and she's in like She's most known for, at least for me, for our next pick of the Sinister Six in this category, so Mm -hmm. I don't want to give away that title. Okay. But um, I would know her from Gone with the Wind as, uh, I forget, Melanie? Melanie Hamilton, I Mm -hmm. believe is the name. Um, The film was profitable, but extremely negative reviews (laughs) (laughs) when it came out. Um, Should be, uh, oh, uh, some critics said it should be burned. All characters are vulgar in this film. <laughs> Not a single redeemable character. Bite like 60s vulgar? Or? Yeah, I guess. 60s, 50s vulgars. And there are tons of plot holes throughout. So okay. don't expect anything that's going to make sense in the long run of I'll things. I'll watch my step. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Cringe Corner includes um, electric blasphemous slam poetry. Whatever you can make sense of that. Uh, characters that make no sense whatsoever. A not-so-large drop... <laughs> Okay. It's not very high. Um, you can have ride Torrent on it and you would survive easily. Okay. <laughs> it's yeah, a little yeah, tiny drop. Yeah. Um, there's a random orgy and suicide <laughs> in here. All in this elevator? Yeah. Well, in the in the realm of the elevator. I'll tune in to yeah. find out, yeah. Um, some people may describe this film as boring. Okay. And uh, there's one thing you'll be saying is, help, I'm trapped in a small private elevator after this film. <laughs> that saying that I finally throw down, or like occasionally throw down, will make sense to you after watching this. Yeah. You keep picking the newest ones, Dan, and I'm convinced that these two in here are just never meant to be seen. Well, that's, well, that's, you know, that's the, the that's the random number generator, what can in, we say? One has been in here since Popeye, so it is just... Well, okay. It's sticking in yeah. my craw. There is one in my pod as well that has been in there since the first time, too. Mm-hmm. It's just, uh... Th- luckily, the gods have been with me on your pulls so far, yeah, yeah. so... <laughs> this one isn't long, so mm-hmm. thankfully. It'll of be a, a short, not easy, but confusing route mm-hmm. that we take. Um, so, before we get into Lightning Cage, do you know anything about it? Have you heard of this film? I have never heard about it. Right. I feel like the hyping up the fear around an elevator is, uh... Like I know I've seen a few modern bad movies that have done that. Mm. Uh like I'm not I'm not Shyamalan's <laughs> Devil. Devil. Yeah. Um, not the same. You're going to say the stakes are very low for this y- time period. I I mean there was an elevator in Gremlins 2, the new yep. batch. Mm. Uh but mm. other than that, I I I I'm not sure what to expect. I mean maybe like whatever happened to Baby Jane, this will be another Oscar contender for me. But... Uh. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. Who's to say? Yeah, I don't. Dad will truly love this. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. So. I don't know, but I'm but I'm interested to see. I'm always your picks are always yeah. fascinating. So. I mean, I would say this is the worst of the trio that I had planned for you in this category. Mm-hmm. So I'm not hyping it up in any way. Okay. Yeah. So well get in. Next stop, Doom. <laughs> Doom, Dan. Well, the Souls game have trained us to uh, stay in an elevator for long periods of time. Mm. <laughs> Despite all our rage, we're still just a lady in a cage, aren't we, Dan Ryan? Yeah, uh, yeah, for, but yeah, kinda. Not in any real peril, but... Well, I mean, (laughs) the least I could say is Dan Ryan's old Hollywood knowledge is progressing smoothly, everyone, and I'm happy to report that we just watched Lady in the Cage. Dan, what did you think of this film? Um, alright, I got one big initial take. Okay. Uh, and then a smaller secondary take. Um... I'll, I'll I'll give the secondary one first. Uh, Always backwards with you. <laughs> this was this was I think a uh, a movie that is that is good at providing some larfs yeah. for us uh, and our sensibilities. But it was it was kind of a dry movie. It wow! Was, uh, wow! And uh, you thought whatever happened to Baby Jane was an Oscar I did. contender? I did you? I, I don't know what uh, what the sommelier would. Uh, yeah. I don't know what that combination of stuff was, but. It was it was kind of dry. I was like, it seems to like it's setting itself up as like a Hitchcock, yeah, like well, um, that's the genre. Yeah, like it's a psycho bitty Hitchcock thriller with like an old woman as the star. So, yeah, I mean, like that. What more could you do? But it, it doesn't like take the twists that I would expect, mm. and it like it, well, you I know, hope you bring them of, up when we discuss. You know, no, I no, I will. Um, but yeah, so little dry in both practice and in spirit. Uh, and literal sense, uh, but, um, but also, in terms of, uh, potential, Mm. uh, this, and correct me if I'm wrong, Mm -hmm. strikes me as something that, like, a crazy theater actor would put on a show of... We'll we'll get there. Like like on a stage, <laughs> it ties into something. And the writer might have been responsible for a lot of uh, Broadway musicals. Um, like you know, like they're, they're on, big a, on the time. Like the the headliner is on a stage, and it's like a terribly made elevator prop now, in the center, and then you say that, but uh, according to my knowledge, my vast Broadway knowledge, this has never been staged before. No, but yeah. no, no, no. And I, it I could I, be. I, I, yeah. I, that's what I thought. I thought that it would lend itself well mm-hmm. to the theater. Like uh, you know, yeah. a person in a in a elevator prop, mm-hmm. they're elevated above the stage, and then the chaos beneath them is unfolding throughout yes. the entire show. Uh, because it could work. I think yeah. it's plausible with the set and everything, yeah, but yeah. that's that's the vibe that I got that it would be. No, it's an understandable vibe. Uh, yeah, I could see uh, yeah. that happening. Sharon Perhaps Stone. Perhaps you <laughs> could play Olivia <laughs> de Havilland in my yes. production. Yes, I would love that. Yeah. Dan uh, Ryan in a cage. <laughs> yeah. And, and uh, yeah, that's, that's about all of our dreams. Huh? But that's what I thought, because it's a very minimal setup. Mm-hmm. Um, There's only one, two sets. Yeah. You know, you go to the, the, the fleecer, and then this big house set. Yeah, you just have them, like, walking stage right with the their loot in hand yeah. to go load the car. But what but, audience know. would want to be there is the question. <laughs> 
Uh, you could find people. Yeah. Uh, you could find you could find someone for anything. Well, I mean, my <laughs> acting in the cage would probably sell the tickets. That's just what I'm saying. I direct an act. Who wrote that? <laughs> oh, it was me. Yeah, well, we'll so, discuss yeah. who wrote it, yeah, and yeah. Uh, I get into that later in my notes, but uh, shall we get into the fine details of uh, Lady yes, in the Cage? Yeah. All right, so initially on the DVD menu, the Blu-ray menu, we've got this beautiful poster art that we have to bring mm-hmm. up with a, a scantily clad leg sticking out of the darkness that of is a elevator. small private elevator. <laughs> and Dan asked me, does the elevator eat her? <laughs> and I said, no, dearest, no. Well, okay, okay, but that's, okay, we gotta go through, we gotta go through stages here. Um, when you were reading the summary for this movie, yes. in, in the intro section, mm-hmm. um... You know, like most people, my brain goes to, uh, like, a New York City high-rise, mm-hmm. and there's either, like, a regular elevator or, like, a freight elevator going down. So, like, Poltergeist 3. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, like, and then someone is is trapped in there, and then there's an ongoing plot of things mm-hmm. happening around them. But you um, thought wrong, didn't you, Yeah, dear? and then you did clarify that yeah. it was like, oh, no, it's someone's, like, house elevator, uh, but... It was not until I saw it firsthand that yeah. d- your description paid off. That oh, it is. It was a big reveal. <laughs> five minutes into this movie, it is like a step above one of those scooters that is used to mm-hmm. go from one f- up one flight of stairs, yeah. more or less. Yep. So, yep. It's not. It's not a great height. Yeah. I, I, no, I mean, back then in the fifties, sixties, it would have been a massive height, right? Yes. Could you imagine <laughs> falling from three feet? <laughs> yeah, what a hip would have shattered like glass. Uh, but yeah. Um, anyways, we begin with the, uh, this movie with an opening with very odd zoom-ins on, like, the, the... I think it wants to, like, champion the chaos that is L.A. during this time. Mm-hmm. It's, like, a very hot day. It's very, um, do the right thing. Mm-hmm. Which I think might have taken notes from this film. I don't know if this is the first time that trope has been pulled off, that it's hot and, like, humans are losing their humanity because of the mm-hmm. heat. Yeah. Um, but like, you know, there's homeless people, there's a dead dog in the street, people are going off to the beach, there's just chaos on the news, someone's championing, like, do we have a missile that'll kill Satan? Yeah, and, and for what it's worth, the, like, the, like, I thought, like, oh, is this gonna be another whatever happened to Baby G? Because, you know, in that it opening- It starts the same, yeah. In that opening shot- there's decent cinematography where you can see all of the people driving by in their different cars and vans and trucks, mm-hmm. like, looking at the dog. And I thought, like, okay, that's a well-shot yeah. scene. It's like, you like every vehicle that passes by, there's either people looking out the sides or, like, through the, the moonroof or whatever, like, mm-hmm. following, the, like, this dead dog. Yeah. And it's like, okay, that's a good, that's... That's a scene that's saying something. Well, we also get that little girl rolling her rollerblades over, like, a drunk. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, inhumanity, but, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, it, It's just interesting to me, and it, you would say this goes along with Baby Jane, then? Yes. Uh, right. Certainly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Awesome, because then that, you know, promotes my theory even more. Uh, anyway, uh, this is a Philip Glass score. I don't know if you're familiar with uh, Philip Glass, but it's very abstract, jazzy, all over the place. Mm-hmm. Tense. It, it's very Twilight Zone-esque. Yes. Which is... What was the, one of the main, I don't want to say concerns, but like draws of this film was like, it's an overtly long Twilight Zone episode. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Dan loves those things. I do. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Dead dog lies outside this random three-story mansion on the busiest street in history as construction is going on across said street. Yeah. And there's, it's 4th of July weekend. So there's other parade festivities the city is bustling, so. Yeah. Uh, we meet Malcolm Hilliard, who leaves a note for his mother, signed Darling. And immediately I'm like, 
who would address this to their mother, darling? Yeah, they got, they have, like, one of those really, and it's part of the I movie. I mean, I could see it being yeah. an Italian boy and, like, love for our mothers, but I would never call my mother darling. Well, it seems like it's a very, like, eh, relationship. Psycho. Yeah, like, she manipulates him into staying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's... We don't. The moviness doesn't necessarily start with us seeing it as unhealthy, but as the movie progresses, it's like, yeah, yeah. we can see this. So. The lady of the house, Mrs. Jonathan P. Kwiatkowski, I mean, <laughs> Mrs. <laughs> uh, Cornelia Hilliard, is a poet recovering in her home from a broken hip, and she is kind of an overbearing mother, but her yes. overbearing is through love. Like, yes. and, you know, like, wanting to keep her son with her at all times. Dan did pose the question is this her husband or her son? Yeah, I couldn't tell. Well, just because the actor looked older, but, like, I... Yeah. Uh, yeah, it is just... It is her son, but they do have a very affectionate manner of... And she's like, oh, did you leave me a little a love, love letter yeah, in like my you always boudoir? Do. So. Yeah. It turns out, though, this love note is a suicide note. Or yeah, at least basically. an ultimatum. Like, I, yeah. in the second rewatch, I was like, oh, he's a little bit more toxic than I give him credit for. Yes, yes, that is true. Yeah. That is... That yeah. is a perfectly valid read of it that he is doing something rash out of, He's like... He's doing something animalistic. Yeah. Which is the theme of this film. Animals versus human beings, I yes. think. Like, when do we lose that? You know, when do you lose your humanity? Very Elden Ring. <laughs> and and we do we do get the vibe that this confrontation has happened before, yeah. because it's No, like, it, it definitely yeah, has. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm talking to someone who's, like, lived with his parents and stuff. It's like, yeah. This well, happens. yeah, well, not only in general, but in the context of the movie, just like every time this comes up, you add another room to the house, or yeah. we do another trip, so and it's we like, avoid the subject, yeah. Yeah, so, like, they've probably had dramatic confrontations before. bouts about oh, this Oh, it's before, definitely been it's... a Tennessee Williams play in this yeah. house before, I guarantee you that, Dan. Yeah. Um, but Malcolm leaves this letter for his mother saying, don't leave it until, I don't read it until I'm gone, mm. I'm going down the shore with some of my friends to you know party for the fourth of july yeah and you'll be missed but you're recovering from this hip surgery thing mm -hmm. so i'll see you when i get back we only learned then that it's a suicide note if you read closely because it's like i can't go on like this anymore yes. um the only way she could travel down three flights of stairs is through the use of a slow moving private elevator installed in the foyer yes. and this is the big reveal when this showed up on screen dan went oh no <laughs> <laughs> it, it because is. it's it, it's larger than life it's a good prop piece yeah, it's the it's the peak of '60s technology. Uh, it, it, it is. It moves uh, slow. It's got all the bells and whistles. Well, it's got uh, one bell and whistle. <laughs> yes, um, and uh, it's got like a series of alarms attached to the outside and the back and the front of the house. Yeah. Um, but as you said, no phone. So, no phone, yeah. which existed in New York and other elevators at the time period. Yes. Um, even small private ones, I assume, uh, so they can call for help. But uh, Cornelia is um, listening to the radio as she goes on, and then there's like this main theme throughout it, like, it's all bad news. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was very, like, you know, despite being not a good movie, this hits some points. It does. At points, it it's does. like nothing but bad news on the local media. Mm -hmm. Like, being over and with horrible news stories like someone's been massacred their head's been cut off are we at nuclear war with russia we've got the church of satanism on the rise yeah um and i i think this could be like part of the satanic panic or at least a precursor to that because when eventually we get to rosemary's baby on this podcast one of my favorite films of all time mm -hmm. 
we we issue into that but yeah of course. I, I felt like it, it it had an ear for the modern day of course yeah yeah uh malcolm tries to take a cigarette from his musical cigarette case which defeats the purpose entirely mm-hmm. it it combines like i'm an adult man but i also live with my mother motif yeah and it we also get like um other hints of that from him like she's like oh are yeah. you bringing a, a girl to the yeah. To the retreat, like, no. Well, he's coded as gay, yeah. is the thing. Yeah. It's so, that, and then the last movie with Baby Jane, we had Victor Bono's character that's coded as gay and lives with his mother. Yeah. It was a thing of the time period. Yeah. So and it's, it's not going anywhere in this uh, slew of movies that I'm going to throw at you. And that makes sense. Yeah. But, it, but it's like, you know, I'm, I'm just going to be the waiter to... Yeah. Uh, my friends. Like, my married friends. Paul and... Paul, yeah. uh, Polly, I don't, whatever I don't remember her yeah. name, but yeah. Uh, this elevator takes a year and a day to descend one floor. <laughs> just it how does. slow it moves. Uh, lavish house for just the two of them. Uh, Miss Hilliard suggests that she will be fine, but she takes a, a little too much doting on her son before he leaves. Yeah. Like, oh, don't forget me. Take this orange juice before you go. Your blood sugar's low. And then he's like, oh, well, what about that article you read that said, like, it's better to have your blood sugar low than high? Yeah, and she's yeah. like, did I say that? Like, yeah, yeah so. Uh, he'll be back on Tuesday, sure, whatever. Then Miss Hilliard, we learn, is a poet because she goes, ah, uh, staunch cut, glow, uh, cut glass punch bowl. <laughs> what yeah, do you remind like, me of? Who said that? Oh, it was me. He, yeah, <laughs> so it, she adds that dramatic flair to the entire setup. Yeah, it's like if I was trapped in a small private elevator. Yes. <laughs> or in a... Uh, a port john whatever yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, so nothing but somber news is the radio as malcolm leaves he, he takes a cigarette case whatever whatever oh sorry i said all this uh, poet like me um on the power lines outside as malcolm is leaving he knocks over a ladder showing us that the electrical wiring in the outside is hanging on a prayer mm-hmm. so something's going to send that akimbo Yes. And destroy the electricity in the house. It becomes disconnected just as Mrs. Hilliard is on her way up again. And all the power goes out. The air goes out in the house. <laughs> mm-hmm. And she's like, well, oh shit. This happened. Yes. I'm stuck halfway up in this small private elevator. Halfway up the stairs. Yeah. <laughs> did, she do, did she do it first? Or? Mm, I don't know. Yeah. Um, the elevator comes with an alarm system and battery-operated emergency light. And I don't know, that drop must be at least a whole five feet. Yes, uh, only threatening to an old person with a bad hip. Yeah. Uh, and I'm assuming that's the scare of it, but mm-hmm. uh, for the time being, knock on wood, neither yeah. of us would have been affected by that no, drop. I but... think I would have been able to do a back handspring into that drop. But, <laughs> My uh... two genital split. <laughs> I don't know about Dan, though. So it's not. Uh, it's not a... It's a less than imposing yeah. uh, But back then in the day, that must have been a, a hefty drop. Yes. Yeah. Could you imagine? Um, but uh, we get this internal dialogue from Mrs. Hilliard saying like, well, I don't I feel stupid? Like, I'm this noble lady in this elevator. Like, mm-hmm. it'll go back on. I trust the powers that be that the electricity will turn back on and I'll ascend back to my status again yes there's nothing for me to worry about uh she turns on the radio to try and disconnect only to hear that there's been a gruesome murder taking place where someone's been decapitated and thrown in a cistern uh and then honestly i think i would have been stuck in the situation for 40 seconds i would have pried open the bars and leapt out but that's just me yeah well i think i would like to i would do that too because yeah. it's well bandit would have needed to be eat 
every two he, hours on the dot. So. Yes, he does. Yeah. So he would have he would have been inching closer to a candle or something. It would have uh, <laughs> pulling up with the draw, getting a knife out. <laughs> <laughs> what to do with this? I don't know. What the the, the run Roger Rabbit cartoon? Uh, but yeah. but he. But, but yeah, like, you, you have to think if you're weighing the pros and cons of, like, if you mess up your hip again, or if you literally starve inside an elevator, I would, uh... Yeah. But as a claustrophobic person, I would, uh... No, I'm not claustrophobic. Heal me in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> what you and I for... Yeah, I'd be fine with that. Nice and snug, Dan. <laughs> um, it begins to get very hot, and another common theme in our movie is our heroine gets dry. <laughs> yes. Yes. So dry. <laughs> so thirsty. Uh, but she ponders ringing the alarm bell, which is located outside of the front, in front of the house. But as it's just a ringing bell, no one really pays it any notice in this day and age. Mm-hmm. Um, where we contemplated, like, if I heard a ringing bell, I don't think I would stop and... Yeah, no, and that's what, like, that's what adds, like, this 1960s, like, if you're driving down the street and you notice that this fire bell is going off, and then you look and it's, like, accompanied by a sign that says emergency elevator. The sign (laughs) would, the sign would tip me off, but I didn't know there was a sign until halfway through the movie. Yeah, like, I think on both sides of the house, there's a bell with a sign that says, like, elevator emergency. (laughs) Well, you know me, I pass by the chapel every week and I'm like, ringing bells? What could that mean? Well, no, but but then we also, we live in New Jersey, where I feel like the vast majority of people would walk past, like, I shouldn't pry. Yeah. I just I, yeah. I, I, they don't have time for it, or you're not going to be mm-hmm. rude and yeah. ask why they're having an elevator emergency. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, so she rings the bell so much she attracts the attention of an old wino, um, and then she's like, "I'll recall poems to keep me sane. Mm-hmm. Um, that'll like you know assure my sanity." Uh, Is this my tomb? And she says, "I better save this battery's this light's battery for the time being, and, and, and turns it off." <laughs> you know what I like remember? Nothing. Remember uh, the drawn together where they get stuck in the parking space? Oh, we can watch that right after. <laughs> I got the the DVDs lined up, Dan. But yes, I do it's remember. A similar vibe. <laughs> you know, I know drawn together better than most. Uh, this wino just barges on in. Anything for a drink, I guess. And, like, she would totally live if she just scooted out of the elevator. That's yes. all I'm saying, is, like, it's not that far of a drop. Yeah. like She's this... got the money and the resources, like, so what? You're on your hip another two weeks or whatever. Yeah. Be like, oh, the power fell out, whatever. And it's... A lot of bad stuff could have been averted had she just uh, taken that leap of faith, but I guess that's another recurring... Yeah. I-, I don't know. I also ask, she doesn't have a maid, but apparently she does, like, someone named Nettie or Nellie. Mm-hmm. Um, that she keeps like, oh, is that you? But she lives in such an exorbitant house, I would assume she has a maid in this time period. I, I guess the excuse for that is because it's a holiday weekend. Yeah, it's July the 4th. So she won't be, like, back until Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So, if anyone is yeah. going to be back. See you next Tuesday, in fact. Banana grams, good. The phone rings, but there is no one nearby to answer it. And she's just giving constant looks like, ooh, if only I could answer that phone. I would sure answer it. Yeah, yeah. Um, Mrs. Hilliard hears the wino in the kitchen and asks for help. I will build a small shrine to you. you know? <laughs> like what? Like what we say to the pizza guy? What do you yeah. Know? yeah. <laughs> uh, this drunkie doesn't give a fuck, staying out of sight and stealing things. Miss Hilliard tries throwing shoes to hit the. Like a lot of people are calling her in tandem. Mm-hmm. We can assume one of them is her son. Yeah, but and that, the others, I don't know. That adds dramatic. 
irony yeah, or something irony, once yeah. we're at the end of the film it but, does yeah, yeah yeah i didn't recognize that until this viewing too but she tries throwing her shoes and dan's like only one more shoe to throw <laughs> and she misses both she whips both uh and notices the wino who in turn sees the liquor room which is like why don't I have 300 bottles of liquor at all times yeah, she has for the like two a, of us? Yeah, she has like a Bilbo Baggins pantry filled with just like 300 Why? wine bottles. Yeah. So. The dream over here. Uh, the drunk is also in a religious stupor, and on his way out he says, repent, repent, while snagging a toaster. Yes. So we he see he's not in his right mind. No. During this, uh, the wino goes to sell his stolen knickknacks to a fence, Mr. Paul, who has like... One faded out glass. <laughs> he looks like the uh, the bed knobs and broomstick guy. Yes, I. Uh, but also, um, the bad guy from the opening of um, the Last Crusade, the one oh, that yeah. Indy punches on the boat. He looks yeah. like that guy. <laughs> Interesting. Similar vibes. Yeah. So. Um. So some dirty, no good teens, Randall, Elaine, and Essie are up to no good. Um, they're just there, wandering into this fence, like... They're snooping as usual, yeah. Yeah. I don't know, but Essie has a chicken shirt. I don't know what that says, but he has, like, a chicken on it, a rooster or a chicken on his shirt. Doesn't someone say big cock later on, or, mm. or was that a joke that... What, okay, so someone does say yeah. it. <laughs> Um, but they wonder, where did this wino get the stuff? Uh, step up or step out, and then we learn that the three teens are on weed. Reefer, Dan. Yeah. This is what's sending them to do mad things. Well, this would have, again, if you if you were, uh, if you were a, a person in the 60s watching this, that would have been an oh my moment, yeah, so. Yeah. Uh, the three track the wino back to his secret stolen horde. Uh, Miss Hilliard is seen unscrewing the bars to her elevator, trying to make a pull to reach the phone, where she goes, Screw! Screw! She's going, screw! She's going through all of her rings, rings and yeah. using them, as, but then, like, one breaks, like, damn, and yeah. then takes another one off. <laughs> so... <laughs> Um, but she then fashions like an old old bamboo pole <laughs> and is like willing someone to call. Yeah, she gets like an entire like foot of metal and then a cane and then she yeah. Where does where does Sade come in? And soon, okay, soon. But okay. she's positioning it to like someone ring I will you to. Like if only <laughs> yeah. Dan would call me during the week. Like, yeah, her long poking implement. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I just wrote this is a dumb plan, <laughs> but sure. <laughs> This will get you out of it, yeah. Um, uh, the wino George L. Brady Jr. visits his gal pal Sade, mm -hmm. who is the Jonathan character of this piece. She's yes. Elizabeth Taylor after all her movies. A Southern mm -hmm. Belle declined from crime, living yeah. in her own solo apartment. She's got like this off-again, on-again relationship with George L. Bailey. Brady. Brady, whatever. <laughs> Beatty? Beatty. Bail you're thinking of Bailey's from the, uh... The it's a Wonderful Life. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but uh. no, this is George L. Brady. Um. <laughs> Not to be confused with. But, um... She's obviously Southern and obviously fat in her own mind. Yeah, by 1960s. So she's like, not that fat. Yeah. She's like, she, I'm a fat Southern loser. And if that's a crime, then... Yeah, uh, yeah so uh, it's... Leave me to be. <laughs> let me roast. Yeah, I, yeah. So I don't... I don't know. But I they, just put down, what is her story? Where has she been? Apparently she tries, she's trying to go clean? Or? I mean, I think it's a continuation of a Tennessee Williams play. I think she was one of the heroines, but she's fallen from grace even more. Well, the whole thing is that 
uh, George shows up there and he's like, I remember I, I owed you two dollars and you talked like I wouldn't give it back to you, but here it is. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a, it was another you and me exchange. Yeah. Um, but then he's like, you know, I, I kind of need someone to keep me away from the liquor cabinet. Yeah, Cause I'm... we've got this big house, this big steel. Yeah. And I need someone with extra arms to come along and help me steal the things. She's got a whole wine closet. And then, but yeah, and then like Sade points, like, oh, you need a nursemaid. You yes. Need, you need to, you want, you. that's why you don't want another tough dude going with mm-hmm. you. You want someone to stop you from drinking. drinking. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And so these two fucking? Probably. All right. But they don't remember each other. Maybe like, it's the drugs and the booze and the pills that do that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Miss Hilliard has reached the point of singing Alouette, Jote Alouette, mm-hmm. which is very Jonathan Madness ensues after two hours. I yeah. would just be sawn off my own arm saying, is this venison? <laughs> yes. It just tastes like McNuggies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, same, uh, Kilowatt God, slam poetry. Oh, the Kilowatt God that we praised over these years. That Rotom Gremlin that we worship has yeah. betrayed us. <laughs> Uh, she fiddles with some wires under the elevator looking for the cage door latches. Dan was like, oh, couldn't she just unlock? But apparently it's like a magnetic electric- safety lock. Yeah. yeah. So she has to fiddle with the bottom. So it's not that stupid, Dan. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. no, no, no. I, I, I took the yeah. point back. So yeah. And she ponders, cool, I can just jump down. Oh, no, it's too high. And then I say, girl, you will be just fine. You are rich and that isn't this high. Um, and it's just the lack of tension. I guess I'll just die here then. Because she, like, ponders going outside, she sticks a leg out and reconsiders it, says it's too high. And also, I don't want to nitpick. I don't want to, no, I don't want to get That's into the- That's what they're for! It's, it's like, six. she's got, like, four layers on. She's already used several pieces of clothing to fashion different, like, Apparatus to tie together the, the, the pole. Just, like, make a little, like, if you're so worried about the fall, tie together, like, a little- mm-hmm harness yeah. to like slow yourself down as yeah. you're like you know sliding Descended, out of the elevator yeah. on belay slide on belay bottom slide because we know that yeah. she can cry she has crafting ability yeah. like so <laughs> amy like, sedaris has told us because there's a direct parody of this uh, this movie on an episode that you have know, to find for dan so ryan just like like craft like a little thing like a little sling to go over the one of the doors and then just lower yourself down yeah. but Again, dramatic tension, mm-hmm. so. George and Sade ride and put their groovy, grubby mitts all over the silver. George disables the alarm as the hooligans watch from the outside. Mm-hmm. Um, you fucker, I know you are there. <laughs> Please show yourself. Let me out of here. Um, Sade thinks about the big hall they have. Slobber, slobber, petty squabbling. Uh, Hilliard knocks the phone off the hook and screams for help. Help! Help! I'm trapped in a small private elevator. Yeah. Oh, is that the? Is that after the golden cup thing? Oh, it might be after the Golden Cup thing. Yeah, the the main thing with Sade is that when she's going through the uh, the candelabras and the uh, casserole dishes and the tea kettles, she finds like a baby cup and reconsiders her life as a thief. Yeah, she's like, "Are we going too far with yeah, this? Yeah. Are we?" I've never seen a golden one before, a silver one, perhaps. But <laughs> are we the beast? This could be us, Dan. It could, yeah. <laughs> but as Dan and I discussed, if we were going to rob a house, we would do it right with a lady trapped in a small private elevator. I think we'd be in there five minutes and be done. Yeah, no, we are efficient, but it, yeah. It, it, yeah, but it was. It's like it's one phase of it is like, oh yeah, we are robbing from a person. Like mm-hmm. we, we should, you know, let, let's not let ourselves become beasts. And then two, it's like this lady could be loaded yeah. beyond what we see just even around us here. Like 
no one else would buy a solid gold baby cup. So, <laughs> well, I mean, I would if I had to nurse you down. Yes, <laughs> but yes, um, <laughs> perfume. She smells the perfume as uh, Satan is going up the stairs. Are you a woman? <laughs> then you must have some compassion. Yeah, you would truly be a human being if you were a woman. You know how I've <laughs> suffered so in the small private elevator, and then suddenly the teens enter in a wild rage and assault George and Sade. Mm-hmm. So, like, they're the animalistic reefer madness teens. Yes. Um, they've got pantyhose over their heads, Elaine is dumb, and Essie is unhinged. They bag the head of George and deck him with a baby lamp phone. Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, what's your name? Uh, Mrs. Hilliam has a lot of Hilliard. baby accessories. Hilliard yeah. has a lot of baby-themed accessories. Uh, well, it's like cherubs. Wall sconces, yeah. cherubs, yeah. 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 <laughs> My grandma has had a lot, so yes, I understand. Uh, yeah, so, uh, but yeah, the, the main guy, um, Rand- Randy, like- Randall. Randall. <laughs> Randall's candles and sandals, uh, like, flips the uh, the cherub lamp around yeah. like a mace. <laughs> yeah, like an Elden Ring. Yeah. <laughs> mace. <laughs> the tarnished. <laughs> but yeah, we realize, like, oh, is he dead? But Sade comes in and is like, the fuck did you do to him? Oh, he's alive. But what are you going to do to me? <laughs> I don't understand. And Elaine just likes the looks of the tub. She says, like, oh, I can fit three, four bodies in there. Y- yeah. Um, but Sade accuses the teens of being too hard. <laughs> I've never been so hard in my life. How hard could you be? Yeah, so it's like petty criminals compared to, like, worse criminals i guess technically because they're on the reefer um yeah yeah and elaine says something snippy to randall is like randall beats her up for it like slaps us around for a bit and sade and essie begin cutting off mrs hilliard's stuff um and then we get our main theme of the movie which is animals have more compassion than you (laughs) <laughs> yeah if you if you couldn't guess that miss hilliard says that because so, there's yeah. tons of cage imagery in here like she's kept her son in a cage she's in a cage yes. when do we lose that humanity yes yeah uh randall torments miss hilliard with burps <laughs> yeah disgusting uh, yeah, i've never been so disgusted in my life and we find out that randall is an awful product of the welfare system yeah. so you can't really blame him dan well yeah because he, <laughs> he, he don't was... know any better like, I think he says that he wasn't institutionalized, but he's been in places like that yeah. for his entire life. And he's he walks around wearing one of those, like, uh, hospital bed oh, yeah, latches on his yeah. arm, which would give him the image of someone who literally, like, just tore out of, like, an electric chair, for yeah. instance. Yeah. So it's... Or a mental facility, yeah. He's, yeah. he's uh, he's, he's accessorizing he's no with it, so he knows, yeah. Yeah. Um, but then he points out, like, oh, this is what your tax dollars go for. And, like, I was like, if that ain't a boomer argument, then I don't know what is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but but then a recurring thing with that is, is like, I'm a human being. And yeah. then, so from that point on, he refers to her as, oh, the human being in the cage. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Mrs. Hilliard wonders if the world must have ended, and she just snaps. She just starts laughing, going like, ah, ha, 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 Truly, the world must be ending. Um, is it sad to say it would probably last longer than her? Probably. Eh, yeah, maybe. You don't know yeah. with me. It'd be a good day. If I brought a bottle of wine up instead of a vase, I think I'd be good. Oh, no. In like a small... Yeah, I mean, I don't want to be trapped in a small thing, but if I was trapped somewhere, I could probably chill for a bit. Yeah. I mean, it's the peace. Yeah. But <laughs> uh, we get more slam poetry, considering the urban jungle of it all, which is another theme. Uh, Elaine is just grooving to the cigarette box music. George wakes up screaming, thinking he's blind. 
because he has a bag over his head and he just got like concussed. Mm-hmm. And all of them run upstairs, Randall and Elaine take a bath, and Essie locks them all in the house, saying, like, we'll decide what to do with you two later. Yeah. Um, Sade calls up Mr. Paul going, like, I know you're closing up and it's the 4th of July weekend, but we got a big steal here. Silver you ain't ever seen before. And, yeah, no, and as we see, he's a bigger bad, and he- Is he, though? He's, it- like, trying to support his family. His- Well, I don't know. His Mr. wife and his wife's mother- Mr. Paul? Yeah, like, he's trying to go down the shore, like... Oh, I didn't know, I didn't hear him mention his wife or his Yeah, child. he's like, I'm leaving, I'm closing up, I'm going down the shore with my wife and my wife's mother. Okay, but still, he's robbing a house, so... Yeah, like, but I mean... And he's got muscle, He doesn't so. murder anyone. Well, but he's got muscle, so he's prepared to. I, uh, that's neither here nor there. I've got muscle, but you, would you say I'm a murderer? But <laughs> just, you know, just remember that that phone call was placed for later in yeah, the movie. yeah. Uh, Randall and Elaine are taking a bath. Essie locks them all in, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Mr. Paul's closing up. Randall and Essie and Elaine have this weird three-way thing in the bath. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, we're so destitute that we're fine with like an orgy thing going on. And then they try to like femme up Essie with like the lipstick thing going on here. Well, they're like messing with it. Like they, they uh, what's Rand- Randall dunks his head in the water yeah. and then uh, Elaine starts drawing on him with lipstick. All the while, uh, Mrs. Sade is outside. It was Sade is outside, going like I've never heard such vulgar talk in my life. We need to get out of here. And then uh, Mrs. Uh, Havisham is in the elevator, like my bathtub. What are they doing? Misusing my bath water. I see. Um, but the three discuss that they gotta kill the old broad and everyone else here, and they're fine with a level of crime. They say, all they got here is the electric chair, and if you're fine with that, then... You're fine with anything, yeah. You're good to go. Uh, Randall drowns, or tries to drown Essie in the bathtub, but him in drag. Uh, and then, like, Miss Hilliard is like, oh, these kids are fucking crazy. I need to get yeah. out of here. Uh, Sade beats it out, and Miss Hilliard tries to use her ring to undo a side panel at this time. Essie notices Sade trying to get away with some goods and climbs down the side of the house to stop her with a knife, mm-hmm. saying, like, you ain't going anywhere, drop that and go back in the house. Yeah, and then there's another thing with, like, like a like a helicopter, like a news it's helicopter overhead. covering, like, the traffic is overhead, and they're looking down, okay, is that, is someone gonna, but yeah. no, it's just, like, the and, indifference and um, this. what's her name? Sade is stopped through her own greed. Yeah. Like, I could get out of here, but I'm gonna stop and purloin some items before yes, we go. Yes, exactly. Which is how Essie catches her in the, the first half. Um, back inside again, we are gonna kill you. Randall and his untamed energy, he's eating, like, apples out of anywhere, like, I'm an animal, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. I'm going to get you. Uh, George reacts to the news that Randall is going to kill them. Uh, and we see that Miss Hilliard is still unscrewing. And is, she gets like two metal strips out of there. And is like, Stone Age, here I come. Yeah. <laughs> I'm resorting back to my I, animal instincts. I, I, I did not know what the hell was going to happen with that. I thought that she was going to like... do like Because I remember she looks at the She's safety She's bloodborne double, <laughs> yeah. double, double fisting. It's like, I thought that... Like, she was either going to do a knuckle duster thing with them, or she was going to, like... Because she looks at the safety light, and I'm like, is she going to, like... Explode this thing with a battery? Like, lightning bend (laughs) through herself into one of them, and I'm like... But no, nothing nothing of the sort happens. Can you imagine if the movie ended like that? She goes, die! Like, puts one metal thing into (laughs) the battery, and then shakes the other... Like, oh, no, that would have been a better movie, Dad. That's what I thought was going to happen. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, 
As I love that. So Miss Hoyard breaks apart her cage of passion's weapons. Essie and Randall throw around a switchblade. And then they get Sade and George in a room. And mm-hmm. they murder George yes. behind a couch. Yes. And Sade's like, my God, am I next? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to do. I'm a good, I'm a good fat Christian Southern woman. You wouldn't do that to me. Because she brings up she's fat, like, every line. Yeah. Even when she calls uh, the fence, she's like, you remember, remember me. I'm plump. <laughs> what i don't i don't know (laughs) but then she runs away and hides in a closet and then the rest of them lock her in there and she's never seen again no literally that's the sequel movie she's just like when will i get out of here should i eat my arm i'm so hungry she has to endure like a parasite type uh, (laughs) that's set up that's the sequel hook yeah (laughs) um so they murder george say it is next uh, Elaine comes downstairs wearing a fancy dress saying, I'm going to party. I want to party. Yeah. So it's more like the beast wearing animals clothes, Dan. Did you get that? <laughs> a pig in shoes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No reason to insult me on this podcast, but sure, Dan. A pig in shoes. All right. Uh, Randall's about to scale the cage, but Sade hides in a closet. And uh, Mrs. Hilliard says, if you don't kill me, I'll offer you $10,000. Mm-hmm. And uh, Elaine and Essie reconsider. They're like, that's a lot of money. Yeah. Maybe we shouldn't kill this woman. Let's see if she has the means to do so first. And Essie runs upstairs saying like, oh, I saw bank books. Yeah. No, another tie to whatever happened to baby Jane. So <laughs> It is. Uh, what would you do with real money? Essie has like a family to support. Apparently, he's like, oh, I've got family members that would benefit off 10 well, grand. Well, at the very least, he's like, I know a few people who could make 10 grand go a long way. So it's like, you know, you know, and then yeah. and then Elaine is like, we could have kids. Yeah, but then there's another theme, like, I wouldn't bring children in the world because they'd be fucked up by society then. Yeah. Is what Randall's considering. Like, and we ever had kids. It was a really good line from James Conn there. It's like, yeah. a kid made by you and me, I wouldn't I wouldn't trust them with a butter knife. They, they'd slit <laughs> our throat in a matter of seconds. Like, okay, yeah. that's that's quality yeah yeah uh someone sets off fireworks on the front porch and randall scales into the cage to silence mrs hilliard who's like mm-hmm. help help police that's her one line elaine looks out and goes it must be some pesky kids kenilworth kids setting off fireworks yeah no one's there yeah and the reason why we're giving them a southern accent is because it pervades this movie it does <laughs> it, yeah it, 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 it saturates the movie yeah. it really does <laughs> yeah and while randall's back is turned miss hilliard goes die 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 only to realize that her two metal sheets are nothing more than plastic. Yeah, and they bend when they hit Randall's back. Yeah, so. she goes, well, damn. Did you ponder anywhere where this movie was going then? Um, that her first murder attempt has failed? Yes, I did ponder a place. Uh, I pondered the place that, um, based on the looks that uh, Randall and... Essie and... No, no, Randall and Mrs. Oh, Hilliard. Hilliard. Yeah. In this scene, and then in the scene that follows it, I thought that in some kind of weird Hitchcocky twist, mm-hmm. that they were just going to become the new mom and son. That girl. would also be a better ending to this, I think. Like I thought that, and then especially when the other thing that happens yeah. later on, like oh, he's he's debilitated, mm-hmm. he needs someone to, to take care of. It, well, physically, yeah, because you know what, what happens with his with his eyes and mm-hmm. such. Like, oh, he needs someone to take care of him. She needs someone to take care of. 
they're gonna be the new mommy and son and, and it, it but it didn't it didn't go there so so essie begins to read malcolm's suicide letter having come downstairs and i'm like initially seeing this movie i'm like oh malcolm was contemplating suicide he feels like his mom's overbearing but then i was like malcolm's kind of a dick because he's like give me half Mm-hmm. of what I deserve in the safe and I won't kill myself. Yeah. So a lot of people are using this woman's fortune against her. Yes. But she being the mother is like, she doesn't see anything wrong in it. She's like, well, you could have had it all. This can't be real. My son would never kill himself on my account. Yes. And blame me for it. You you have to be lying. But the three hoodlums discovered that there must be a wall safe somewhere in the house. We're going to find that, get more money, and then kill you. Mm-hmm. But uh, Mrs. Hilliard faints at this point going like, oh my god, my son would never say that. Buying her a few more minutes. Uh, who wrote this, you might be asking, Dan Ryan? Who wrote the script? I don't know. Uh, playwright Luther Davis, who's known for the Broadway productions of Kismet, Grand Hotel, Timbuktu, and this technically could have been a musical, because those are all very famous musicals mm-hmm. at this point, um, wrote this, and I was like, oh, this makes sense now. It's overdramatic theater dialogue. It does. No, it don't. Okay, okay, then yeah. no, then the vibe that I projected stands yeah. yeah so i did research that for you but at this news miss hilliard passes out someone tips off someone because apparently mr paul and his muscle are outside stealing everything they load into the car yeah. and we forgot to mention sade loading into this car my favorite moment where she's like oh i've never worked so hard in my life i've got to load the silver with the candelabras <laughs> into this backseat oh i'm sweaty i need to sit down I can't. where's oh. my where's my fainting couch yeah i need a fan to oh breathe some new life back into this old mare dan um, but she she does that. Um, so they all run out and they're like, we've got to stop Mr. Paul from stealing our stolen goods. Yes. And then at this point, Mrs. Hilliard is like, well, the only way out is I have to jump from this. Mm-hmm. She unscrews the, the door. She undoes the latch. And she leaps, but unfortunately she falls onto this two-step ladder. Yeah, she misses the step ladder. Well, no, she hits the step ladder. Hits the step ladder, then pancakes onto the ground. Yeah, very... Uh, oh my gosh, why can't I remember? Not Jean Valjean. Uh, Javert. Yeah. Les Mis, yeah. Pancake Noise. Splat. Yeah. 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 Uh, but that does happen, and she's, like, dazed and confused for a few minutes being mm-hmm. an old woman. Um, uh, and ba, 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 the three went out. She does that, smack into the stepladder. Uh, she crawls over to the letter and mourns her, mourns her son, Malcolm, going, like, haven't I raised you right? Like, did I do this to you? What has happened? This can't be real. Um, next to the phone, which is unplugged, she tries to get in touch with Malcolm. Yes. She tries to phone call him and be like police you have to stop him my son's going to commit suicide because another thing was like he was going to call her yes yeah. soon so yeah. presumably within we missed the three that days. call that was yeah. like one of the three calls yeah which is like he called her 15 minutes into leaving <laughs> like yeah well what felt like 15 minutes into leaving could have yeah. been a day but we don't eh. yeah uh, no no we don't see the sunset ever so no, no it's like it's literally a, a few hours yeah. okay so maybe not but either it could like there's always the potential that with the dramatic like oh she missed the call that would have saved him in theory but yeah. um so she ponders and wonders whether she has killed her son next she tries to get to the front door as mr paul and his goons leave and they've like beaten up the three yeah. They've, like, put them in a corner and been like, don't do anything. Yeah, the muscle, like, beat the shit out of the, the three guys and yeah. then, uh, you know. And left they them take there. everything. Yeah. Yeah. Well, which isn't everything. She still has, like, half her house left. Yeah, she has a lot of knickknacks left. Mm-hmm. Uh, and presumably the money in the safe. Yeah. 
Uh, Miss Hilliard crawls to the door, but of course the door is locked. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I had mm-hmm. to lock the top lock too. Yeah. <laughs> At this point, uh, just as she opens the door and crawls outside, yelling for help, which no one stops for. No. She's like, help, help, police, and the police drive by, whatever, we don't care It's about a parade, there's a parade happening, yeah. so. Uh, Randall draws her back in, and as he is doing so, Mrs. Hilliard takes her two pieces of plastic and blinds him again. Yeah, she just jabs him right up into the... I was yeah. surprised by that. For yeah. a movie... Yeah, well, it's was... like the beast can't see now. Yes. Yeah, he's judged so much on his sight now. <laughs> what of it? That's true, yeah. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of themes in this film that are pounded over the head. Yeah. Uh, Essie and Elaine fetch the woman, and then Elaine's like, well, Randall, are you blind? Yeah. (laughs) Are you blind? Which was an interesting turn. Like, Yeah, yeah, they they turn the tables on him. They're like, well, you're not really going to do much for us in the end, so... And you're not a nice guy, so, like, because he was treating the two of them like shit the entire time, Mm so they... The beasts betray each other. Yeah, huh. uh, Miss Hilliard is like, well, those who are blind to terror are doomed to suffer it, or something of the sort. And then James Caan delivers another, his second high kick in the film, and yeah. knocks Mrs. Hilliard akimbo. Yeah, enough to make her vision blurry. Yeah. yeah. In a blind rage, he's still thinking about the safe, like, no, you two are going to stay with me, unlock this safe, and then we're going to leave. Mm-hmm. You're not going to abandon me like my mother did. Mm-hmm. My old crow of a mother. Yeah, who was also over... Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Uh, but the teens turn on one another, and in a state of delusion, Mrs. Hilliard mistakes Essie and Elaine leaving for Malcolm, saying that Malcolm has found a girl. Like, yeah. you're going to be with me forever. And then they walk out, and she's yeah. like, oh shit, well, they left me again. She's not in her common sense as mm-hmm. well. Um, and then she wonders how she killed her own boy. Mrs. Hilliard crows outside once again, slowly followed by Randall. Randall waddles into traffic, tries to strangle her. She, like, pushes him aside, and then he gets rolled over by a car. Yes. Yep. And the entire, like, uh, traffic jam of beachgoers stops. Stops and goes, my god, are they dead? Are they dead? The police finally show up. They're like, lady, what's wrong? But no one wants to touch her because she's just screaming, murderers, watching Elaine and Essie run off in the distance. Like, they've killed us. She's clearly mad, whatever. The two hop in their jalopy trying to get away, and they careen into the phone pole. Which restores the power to the house again. Yes. So, like, it's all restored in a matter of seconds. We go back to our sanity. Mm-hmm. Just how quick you can lose it in the end, Dan. Yeah. All it takes is a little push. Yeah. <laughs> but they're arrested. The power returns as Mrs. Hilliard laughs maniacally. And then, what the fuck? Is Sadie still in the closet? That's my last question. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah so, Randall's dead. Uh, the Sadie. other two are arrested. Yeah, uh, Sadie's Malcolm's, in the closet. Um, old man's, old wino's dead. <laughs> old wino's so dead. So we've got a two, maybe three body body count. Yes. Yeah, at the end of this film. Malcolm, question mark. Uh, yeah. yeah. But uh, that was the end of Lady in the Cage, Dan. What are our final thoughts on the film? Okay. I I thought it was entertaining. All right. I think that you could look at this as like an interesting... You would like, say Baby Jane is better in your books. Though. Definitely. All right. Yeah, so definitely. this is the third lowest on the totem pole for me. So maybe, but I mean, I liked this new rewatch with you. Mm-hmm. I liked showing it to someone. More. Yeah. And I think it is an interesting thing to like watch with somebody to add some humor in there because it is a dry movie. Yeah. Um, very dry. I just kind of, my main gripe is that I was expecting some kind of like crazy 60s movie t- twists. Near I'm the telling end. you, that electricity twist would have 
packed them in the seed stand. I would have laughed my at, but I would yeah. have been amazed. It yeah. would have been. It would have been. If that would have happened. I think this would have been higher on the list. I'm like, okay, they keep cutting to the battery. What, what's the battery gonna yeah, do? The, the two batteries are gonna electrocute someone. No, she had the sense. Like, I know. Me, like I gotta turn the turn the light off to yeah. conserve the battery. I know, but it didn't go anywhere. It, it didn't yeah. didn't go anywhere. Um, or, or that it was gonna be some kind of situation where either like again Randall ends up with her. Because the other two betray them, mm-hmm. or, or you know, Mister Paul shows up and like everyone gets decimated, but instead, nothing really. Like bad guy dies, the other two are arrested, powers back on. Mm-hmm. You know, that's uh, it. Mrs. Hay- Hilliard there lost most of her stuff, but she still has plenty of stuff. But she might not have a son. Now. She might not have a son. Yeah, um, and she's responsible for that. She was overbearing. Yes, which is which is tragic, and th- no, and I think that that tragedy. But like, we don't see the end result of that. Mm. We just it's just implied. Yeah. So, so that, those are my complaints. Would this have made a better Twilight Zone episode? I think so. I could see it. Yeah, if it was limited to an hour, maybe. If it was limited to just like a person trapped in an elevator and a then small someone, private elevator. Yeah, small private elevator, yes. and then someone who comes to like rob them. And then, like, the morality and interaction between those two and, like, what led them to that point, and they're mm-hmm. not so different, and, you know, yeah. et cetera. So I could see that, yeah. Right. Um, I do enjoy this, as I said. I, otherwise, I would not have picked it. This was the least favorable of the next three in this category mm-hmm. that are coming your way. Um, behind Baby Jane, definitely. Mm-hmm. I think the third one is my favorite, so we'll see how you... Of interact with that when and if you choose that of course but um it's a pleasure getting through it's better to definitely watch and show someone this film yeah um who hasn't seen it because once they know the twist it's like oh okay i see what's going here there's no real twist uh, yeah 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 but yeah lady in a cage I'll, ne- I'll, ne- I'll never look at private elevators the same yeah, way I again but you huh? won't ride one now huh <laughs> yeah. he'll contemplate that again but uh yeah overall Good showing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Olivia to Halloween to be praised. Well, we always we always get a decent amount of LARFs out of these. And, again, it is a fascinating look into the old Hollywood subgenre yes. of, yes. like, yes. ladies going insane. Yeah. So. <laughs> and now you understand why I'm mad every two seconds of my yes. life. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so with that, Dan, let's end this episode of Anime Was Not a Mistake. <laughs> was Not a Mistake, shall we? Oof. Okay. <gasps> Uh, anywhere that our audience can find us on social media. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at King underscore Dennis, where I'll be throwing our artwork up, uh, and our Anime Was Not a Mistake podcast Instagram account, and our Facebook page of the same name. Yes, and you can follow me, Jonathan Wojkowski, at Losing My Mind JK on Instagram, TikTok, uh, on Twitter you can find me at Drink and Read JK, and then you can check out my other two podcasts, including Nightcaps at the Theater, and then if you like reading Dune, we're almost done with Drink and Read Season 2. Mm-hmm. Currently making our way through Frank Herbert's Dune, Dan's family is welcome to watch, being that they just watched. Yeah, they finally saw Dune, yeah. yeah so they can maybe understand half the episodes. <laughs> um, but Dan, what's happening next week? I ask as I clearly know. <laughs> well, um, you know, the uh, Sinister Six will continue uh, in, in part two of two. Um, yeah. Or twelfth. Uh, We've doubled the dosage. So, as always, the things in my pot will be uh, kind of following three genres. Um, sometimes Horror. it's been like 
horror, horror, sci-fi, action, etc. Uh, this time, the pod appears to be leaning towards crime, crime, uh, sci-fi. Let's and, do it and adventure. Yeah. Um, and I, I do hope that we get the crime one, mm. but we will see what happens yeah. uh, because. Uh, when it comes to Sinister Six, everything is left up to fate. Yeah, and if I'm southern and fat, then there's no <laughs> hope for you. There's no way these sausages could roll around that bag and pick the right one. Just call me Vienna, then. What? You survived anime was not a mistake spin-off series? The Sinister Six? Well, there's always next time. <laughs> As you wait with bated breath, remember to rate, review, subscribe, where most podcasts are easily found, including Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, and more. Remember boils and goos if you enjoyed the hosting by me, Jonathan Kwiatkowski, stand-in Cryptkeeper, and the Igor of my eye, Daniel Ryan. Support us on social media. And last but certainly not least, remember to reach out to us on Anime Was Not a Mistake Pod on Instagram, or follow Anime Was Not a Mistake Podcast on Facebook. This way we can continue to make our anime-based dreams come true, and your nightmares a reality. Until we meet again, remember to constantly ask yourself, is anime a mistake? We know for certain that any film with the Sinister Six misnomer is destined for depravity.